I'm Carrie Fink, and welcome to Kingdom Living. It's the podcast coming from Glenn Reppel and the Reppel Minute. And what a privilege it is actually to be part of all this, because what we're really studying is what we talk about a lot on this program, Green Line Living. In fact, we were talking about this, Glenn. How are you today, by the way? <laughs> Doing great. Thank, thank you, Carrie. You know, we were, we were just talking about this just before we began, because we were talking about the value of the of having the Holy Spirit in our lives from the standpoint of uh, and and I know you're going to talk about this so I don't want to I don't want to steal all the thunder about where this is going but you keep talking about that green line actually escalates when you get connected with the Holy Spirit and and it just gets better and better and so as we've gone through this teaching series and by the way if you're new to the series welcome uh, we're seeing tens of thousands of new viewers literally weekly and we're so grateful for the opportunity that we have collectively to really study the word of god and that's what this is all about it's about kingdom living and helping you reach the potential reach your potential that god has already called for you to to, to have since the foundation of the earth and there's some great great uh tools if you're new to this whole um concept and way of thinking and that's really what it is is a way that we want to encourage you to view yourself the way God sees you. And this is all an outgrowth from Glenn's book here called Fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. And the enemy, going back to the garden, uh, has really tried to deceive us of who we really were born to be. And that's living on a green line eternally together with the Holy Spirit and God and, and as children of God. And so there's some great episodes that I wanna point you back to uh, that you may want to take a look. Everything is archived. It's available to you. You can go to therepleminute.com. You can go to uh, the Repel Minute on YouTube or Repel Minute on uh, Facebook, and you can like and share with your friends there. But there's a great video called Right to Be a Child of God. That is one of those, uh, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a great tool that you have in your arsenal that reminds you of who God says you are. And freedom is another recent one that's a very powerful message, I think, that will uh, help remind you at all points who God created us to be. And so, wow, uh, we just uh, we were talking about the topic for today, and this just keeps that green line going farther and farther, uh, higher and higher. And we're going to be talking about being established in righteousness. And Glenn, this is such a powerful uh, concept for us to appropriate. I'm just excited for the opportunity that uh, that we're going to learn about some more today. Yeah. Well, you know, in those that have been in live teachings, uh, th this is my this is my subject. I love, the, and it, it was such revelation knowledge to me when I I got the idea that uh, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So so we're going to be uh, focusing on righteousness in in who we are, our identity, and and again. Uh, there is this battle of these two kingdoms and, and God is a righteous and just God. And we got the prince of darkness that wants us to, to live in darkness and, and, and in the nature of being a sinner. And so, uh, and again, just as a review, because it's always good because we don't know who's coming in for the first time, but it's always good to, to, to go through these, these opening uh, parts uh, of each podcast, we do, which is greater and more powerful what you see or what you don't see. And what we know the truth is 
that the unseen is greater and created the seen. And again, in the beginning, God, which is time, and God is the source, and 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 He is the Creator. He created, and, and so so He is is the source and the Creator. He put into motion. He created the heavens, uh, which is space, and then He created earth which which is matter so the truth he created the matter so he spoke it into his the truth is the unseen created the seen now this is one that we went through in the last podcast and it's just so so important we get this because we have elevated the enemy what is which is greater and more powerful satan or man and we've elevated satan over man many times, but the truth is that God came to redeem man, and, and Satan had, is a defeated foe, and so, so we'll be going through that a little more uh, in this teaching today, but, but one of the things we want to do today is put the fraud fire extinguisher on that we're sinners, because we speak it, oh, I'm a sinner saved by grace. No, 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 no. Uh, the truth is we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus now. We're not sinners. He, he took all the sin on the cross and he said, it is finished. Now, Carrie, this is something I want to do new, which is just kind of an introduction uh, to, to the people and to the list. Carrie, why are we doing this? What, 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 why are we doing podcasts? Why do we send out the weekly, uh, the REPL Minute? And, and this would be the prayer for myself, for my spouse, for my children, for my grandchildren, for the staff of our business, uh, for, for the people that we do business with. And this is the prayer for you, Carrie, for your family, uh, your, you know, your wife. And, and this is the prayer. And, and this is why we're doing what we're doing. And, and this is in Ephesians 1, verses 17 through 21. For I always pray. So th this is the prayer that we're praying to those people that are watching today. Is, is I always pray to God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. Now, here it is. Here it comes. That he may grant, Carrie, Glenn, my family, may grant my, my wife, that he may grant you spirit the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into the mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. Wow. So, so let's make, make sure we get this because what we're doing is we're breaking through the seen into the unseen that, we, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of the insight into the mysteries and the secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. And again, we have this picture here that I think just so depicts it here is God breathing on the word of God and the enlightenment that we get. This is what we're, this is what we're about is, is helping speak. To, this is scripture. Carrie, as, as we say almost in every part, we're, we're not giving an opinion here. This we're reading the word of God and the scriptures. And so, and so this is our prayer. And by having, 
the eyes, not our physical eyes, but the eyes of our heart flooded with light that we see in this picture. The light illuminates the word of God and it impacts our soul. So having the eyes of our heart flooded with light so that, I love so that, so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called us. This is the calling he's calling us to. That's like a phone call. He's calling us, called us to, and how rich his glorious inheritance is in the saints, his set apart ones. So his saints, we are saints, we're set apart. We are a church without walls. We are the ecclesia. We're the called out ones. And as we know that this podcast is going internationally, all right, this is the body of Christ, the unity of Christ that's coming together and in, in through God's word that does not return void. So, and, and so all of this is, and so that you can know, know, and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of what? His power, where? In, in, in us who believe. So that power, now that's not the power like the world gives and the strength of that. No, it's the power to overcome the enemy, to overcome the flesh, and to love as God has loved us, even when we were rebelling against him. He loved us. He continued. So to love others as Christ has loved us and to forgive. There's a power that goes out in forgiveness. There's a power that goes out when, when we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us and the light of Christ is, is shining through us and we carry that tabernacle of, of the presence of God in us wherever we go. So, so it's to, uh, to know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe and demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. So where are we? And we've, we've talked about this last week and each week. So where are we now? We're also, we died with him, we rose with him, we ascended with him, and we're in the heavenly places sitting in Christ Jesus. So heaven is open. We need to understand that, that when we become born again, the spirit becomes alive and heaven is open and that spirit, and as we pray in the spirit, that spirit comes into us and we're praying. And, and so that's where we're at. Heaven came to earth through Christ Jesus and ascended to heaven. And so we're in Christ. Heaven is open right now. So, and in heavenly places far above. So this is the authority that we talked about in the last podcast. So, so for, for far above all rule and authority and power of dominion and every name that is named above every title that can, can be confirmed, not only in this age today and in this world, but also in the age of the world which is uh, to come. So the authority, which we talked about last week, is, is the authority that we have in Christ Jesus. We have authority. Uh, we, we, uh, our commander, our commander has defeated, our commander, Jesus Christ, has defeated your commander, and I'm in charge here. And that's when Jesus came to defeat Satan and put man back in charge. So that's our purpose, uh, a, a major part of our prayer for those people listening, that we can own this and seek 
and seek the wisdom of God, the revelation of God, and to know him intimately. And as we begin to know him and pray in the spirit, he reveals himself. And the word, as we see the picture, the word becomes alive and we understand what Christ has done for us. So like we do in, in every podcast, and this is just great remembrance, is to ask the question, what are the three greatest historical events ever? And, and what we, and this is what Carrie opened with is the green line living. This is God's intended purpose for us is God is spirit and we, and, 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 and he is life and life is in the spirit. He breathed, he breathed life. And so the first greatest historical event is creation in that he spoke everything into existence and, and he made man in his image and likeness, we're going to see how this all fits in a little later too. But so the first and greatest historical event is creation. Yet, and then the second greatest historical event is what happened to man. Uh, man decided because God uh, gave man the choice to, to, to make decisions. And, and man, Adam and Eve chose to rebel and not follow God's ways. And so with that, we have the fall, and this is when, uh, as they rebelled, we, we have the kingdom of darkness came in, and the prince of this world, Satan, because uh, he was booted out of the heavenly realm, and so now he needed a place to live, and so he lived, he lives here on the earth through man, so we're born into the kingdom of darkness and the and, and rebellion, and, and so this is what, so the kingdom of God is represented by God's love, it's a spirit being. And, and again, this is what love is not. And we read in 1 Corinthians 30, it's not angry, it's not rude, it's not envious, it's not prideful, it's not selfish, it's, 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 it's not unforgiving, it's not boastful, it doesn't delight in evil. But again, those are some of the, the fruit, as you can see, of the kingdom of darkness. And, and what we find is that when did sickness and disease and death start? Which started at the fall. And so we lost our fatherhood uh, and, and that relationship uh, with God uh, at the fall in, in a rebellion. And, these, and, and again, that selfish nature doesn't have to be taught. We're born into that selfish nature and the symptoms that come with the kingdom of darkness is the guilt and the shame and the pain and just a condemnation, inferiority spirit, the orphan spirit that we're looking for our father, uh, rejection, injustice, fear. And these have been all uh, podcasts that we've done in the past and, and, and just you can get these, but, but this is so, so important. So the first and greatest historical, it, it, first historical uh, event is creation, the fall. And then we'll, and, and again, uh, in, in that red line living is, is, is we've been judged and we live with that idea we've been judged. But what happened is God with the third uh, greatest historical limit is redemption. God redeemed us back to our intended purpose, which is eternal life. We're eternal. We're eternal. We are spirit beings. That's the way God made us as spirit beings. And we, and Jesus came to earth, heaven came to earth to redeem us back into a new creation. So this is what born again is a new creation. We're recreated back in spirit as a spirit being. We're new creations in Christ Jesus. And we've been made righteous 
That's really important. So it's not anything, Carrie, you and I have done, how many times we go to church, how many times we read the Bible. It's not how many times we pray. Those are things that come out of this, but our doing doesn't make us righteous. It's what Jesus Christ did that makes us righteous. So it's really important that we get that. And so what happens when Jesus, Jesus on the cross, he says, it is finished. It is complete. You've been made righteous. And so you made a statement here in the opening. Here. We have a right. We have a right to receive that righteousness. It's a right. It's a legal right that we have to receive it. And we have to receive it. We have to take it. And so, uh, so what happens now, here we are 2,000 years later from the cross, but we can become, we have a right, a legal right to receive what Jesus Christ did, and we become born again, recreated back into the image and likeness of God. And the love of Jesus, the love of God enters into our lives. The Spirit of God comes back alive. Then, this is the part you opened with also, mm -hmm. is that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so it again is inviting in, and as you, we were talking about before the broadcast, is, is how we invite in and we get baptized first with water, then we get baptized in the Holy Spirit and the and the power, the power of the Holy Spirit the, that we're just reading in the scriptures come in and, and the victory that we know that we've got and then we know that in that relationship just really grows. And this is a continuous, uh, as in the prayer of the wisdom and the revelation of God, he keeps revealing his word and, 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 and our sonship uh, with him. And it's just, it is it's beautiful. And what happens out of that then, we start seeing the fruit of the spirit of the divine love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Because our roots are made in love, what love really is. Love is patient, it's kind, it's truthful, it trusts, it protects, it's hope, and it perseveres. So as those roots go down in God's love, it produces the fruit that comes out of there. So what we're doing uh, in th this week is 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 the question which we we we've kind of built around these uh, the, these these graphics here is what are you trading? It is is that uh, I, what we want to do is trade the idea that that uh, we're not sinners, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because what's happened is that Satan, Satan, as as he is cast out of of, of heaven, we learn that he. Uh, he, there's an abundance of trading. And, and this is in Ezekiel 28, 16. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you out as a profane thing out of the mountain of God and I destroyed you, O covering cherub. He was, he was a cherub in heaven and, and, and right there with God in relationship and from the midst of the fire stones. So he's a trader and the tendency is for us to trade with Satan. What we want to do is we are not sinners. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So here's some of the profitable trades that we do in knowing our identity in Christ. And these are just so, so powerful. And again, these are revealed to us. 
in, in that is, is that we want to trade that rebellious, uh, disobedience, and sin for his righteousness that he's given us. And again, that's going to be revealed through the Holy Spirit because if, without the Holy Spirit, you're going to say, no, I'm still a sinner. And again, we got to recognize that much like a caterpillar uh, goes through the chrysalis to become a butterfly. And so we've got to go through the cross to become a butterfly. And so here we're trading the rebellion, disobedience, and sin for his righteousness. We trade up again the worry and anxiety and depression and heaviness for the perfect shalom, peace, and joy. We talked about that in, in another podcast. Uh, we trade the dominion of darkness for the kingdom of God. We trade the tradition and doctrine of what? Of religion for God's glory, his presence living in the tabernacle of, of, of our body because we're spirit, soul, and body. And we tabernacle, uh, we tabernacle the spirit and the soul in this body that is perishing. We trade the lies, and again, that's a part of our, the whole purpose of the book is the lies and the, and the fraud committed against man, and we're exposing those frauds uh, because if fraud's been committed against us, Gary, we want to know about it. So we're exposing those, we're going to trade those lies and the fraud for the truth and freedom we have in Christ Jesus. We're going to trade the old nature for the new nature the new creation life we have. We're going to be talking about that here. I want to trade the knowledge of man, and then this is part of the prayer, for the wisdom of God. We're going to trade the seen for the unseen. We're going to trade the natural for the supernatural and trade time. And again, time. Uh, when we start operating on time, uh, we lose that patience. And, and time, because we are outside the spirit of God living in us, is, is the Holy Spirit the same divine nature of God? It's Christ in us, the hope of glory. And, and, so, and he, that's outside of time. And so we can live in the moment. And again, that moment when we're born again and we receive the nature of God, that's an experience where time stops. We recognize that. We know that. And we want all that God has. And he wants to fill us up with that. And, and we want to trade the fear for the perfect love of the Father through Christ Jesus. And I could go on and on with that one. And, and insecurity for the safety and security we have in Christ Jesus. We're going to trade the hopelessness, hopelessness for hope. And we're going to trade death for life. We're going to trade the shame and guilt for the love and acceptance by our Father. We're going to trade lack for abundance unforgiveness for the forgiveness we've got. We trade the sin consciousness for the righteousness consciousness. We trade that orphan spirit for our dearly loved son and daughter in, in, uh, as a father. We trade our slavery and bondage for the freedom and liberty in Christ. Here we go. We want to trade our sickness for health, which he nailed on the cross, all sickness and disease on the cross. We trade the injustice for the justice that we're not guilty. We'll be talking about that a little more in, the, uh, in this podcast. We trade our selfishness, uh, my will, for seeking God's will and seeking first his, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. These are profitable trades that we will be trading up. And these are soulish trades that we're doing with our mind, will, and emotions. Now, here's something that's really important of asking, who are you? Now, who are you? Does, does, 
Does your emotions define you? Do you have control over your emotions? Do your feelings define you? And so many times we think our feelings and emotions, they can define really who we are, but really want to know who really are we? Even I am the righteousness of God. And does, does even that emotion of rage and bitterness and, and an outburst like, does that change our identity? If we're a butterfly, can I go back to being a caterpillar? Even though that emotion is there and that can be sin, it doesn't change my identity as a citizen in the kingdom of God and, and that I am the right. It doesn't change what Jesus Christ did on the cross for all mankind. He shed his blood. So when I even have rage or I'm in some area that is against, uh, against God, I confess that. And what I'm confessing is what Jesus Christ did, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Please forgive me for that rage and that outspoken and not trusting you. Our confession is what Jesus Christ did. So let's look at what he did. And this is one of my all time, I mean, so much of the scriptures are my favorite, but this, this is one that radically changed me as I began. And, and again, saying it over and over and over and over. And this is 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. Therefore, if, if anyone is where? In Christ, in Christ. Now, again, the, 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 Satan is a believer. He, he believes that there's a Christ and a Jesus and a God, but it's being in Christ. It's being, it's, it's being in Christ. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, what? The new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. We're a new creation in Christ Jesus. And all of this is from God, who's reconciling us to himself through Christ and he's given us the ministry of reconciliation. And we, we did a whole podcast on this, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So we are therefore Christ's ambassadors. We're ambassadors here on earth as though God we're making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So here comes the scripture I want to get to. So God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us so that, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So when I ask you, who are you? You can say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So our confession, even when I lose my temper, when I get angry, when I'm rude, I, the Holy Spirit corrects us and says, no, I died for that. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, he re and so we've got to reconcile with God first because of what Jesus Christ did. And then we'll go reconcile with man if we've, if we've offended somebody. 
But we've got to reconcile with God because if our identity is as a sinner, then what Jesus Christ did is for, for not. He forgave us of all our sin. We, he made us righteous. And with that, we can enter into his presence, his presence now. And so this is a, an interesting graph uh, because as a businessman, we do get involved in some exchanges, 1031 exchanges and, and 1035 exchanges. We're doing exchanges in, from tax purposes all the time. But what's happening, this is the great exchange. All my sin, all our sins for the righteousness of God. This is a gift. This is a gift. We don't earn the righteousness. This is a gift. It's wrapped up through the cross. The price was paid for that gift. And the receipt is the resurrected Christ that, that we're living in. And so for, for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So who are we? We're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So let's look at the scriptures now. This, this is really neat. So, so, so here we are in, in the scriptures here. We have, for, for you have received, you have acquired new creation lives. This is Colossians 3 verses 10 and 11 in the Passion Translate. For you have acquired new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you. Let's make sure that sinks in. The one who created. So with through redemption, we have this new creation life through the one who created us. And 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 can you, and 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 which is continually being renewed in the light of the one who created you, giving you what? Mary here or what we pray? The full revelation of God. So now he's giving us, so that's a part of the prayer, full revelation. And in this new creation life, we, we got to get this. In this new creation life, your nationality makes no difference, nor your ethnicity makes no difference, or your education, nor economic sense. They matter nothing. For it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us. This is to the believer. This is to the believer. So let's look at this. So let's look at this. I am a spirit being made in the image and likeness of God. So righteousness has entered in. And with that righteousness, then our nationality is in the kingdom of God. Our ethnicity is in the family of God. Our education is the wisdom of God. And our economic status is our daddy owns everything. It's we're heirs of God. This is our identity, is as righteousness. And righteousness is what identifies our nationality, our ethnicity, our education, and our economic status. And so what we see here, and we taught in this in the last podcast, is, is how uh, the Israelites were supposed to go into the promised land and to enter into that promised rest. Well, what we're talking about here is they came out of Egypt after being enslaved for 400 years, and they came out and they were totally restored. So that was the redemption. That's 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 the old that's talking about the old covenant, the shadow of what's happening in the new covenant. So that's redemption, and 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 to go through the wilderness 
is the sanctification process. But here's what it is. It's moving into identity of righteousness that the Holy Spirit is entering into this, this the Holy Spirit phase that you talked about, uh, Carrie, before, as, as we started, is that baptism in the Holy Spirit and receiving and having victory over everything uh, in, in recognizing that we're not sinners. We came out. We've been redeemed, and, and our soul is, is being sanctified. So that's our mind, will, and our emotions, and recognize that we are the righteousness of God in Christ and receiving all that the Holy Spirit uh, wants uh, from us. So, and we read in, 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 in Romans 5, 15, and, and these are the scriptures just backing up our righteousness. Now, there is no comparison, and this is, this is so important here. Now, now, there is no comparison between Adam's transgression and the gracious gift that we experience. So, so, so again, this gracious gift is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So the, now there is no comparison between Adam's transgression and the gracious gift that we experience. For the magnitude of the gift far outweighs, look at that, the crime, the crime of disobedience and rebellion against God is the crime that Adam created. And so we have, and so as, as I was just meditating on the scripture, uh, I said, how can I best explain this? And uh, if you can, just, I, I want you to imagine, I want you to imagine David and Goliath, put in your mind right now the picture that you've got of David and Goliath. Now, here's the question. David had an unfair advantage. What was the unfair advantage? So we have this image of this big giant. We have this little tiny David. I, I, I would have. So, what was David's unfair advantage? He had God with him. He had God with him. So, he had the kingdom of God, heaven, unseen God through seen man here on earth. So, he had this big, you can't compare David's God with Goliath. There is no, David had an unfair advantage because he had God with him. We have God with us, living in us through the Holy Spirit. So there's no way that, that the crime committed by the one man, Adam, we can't even compare. There is no comparison to God being with David to Goliath. But somehow we look at that as being so big. So it's true that the many that many died because of the one man's transgressions, uh, uh, Adam. That one man. But how much greater will God's grace and His gracious gift of acceptance overflow to many because of what one man, one man, one man, Jesus, the Messiah, did for us? Wow. So let's, let's look at some scriptures here. Now, here's Romans 5, 16, continuing on. And this free-flowing gift 
imparts to us much more than what was given to us through the one who sinned. For because of the one transgression, we are all facing what? A death sentence with a verdict of guilty. And again, that's the red line. That's the red line. That's the guilty plea. That's the judgment. That's what we're born into is that, that guilty uh, consciousness we have, that sin consciousness. But, I love the buts. So, but, this gracious gift of righteousness leaves us free from our many failures and brings us into what? The perfect righteousness of God, acquitted with the words, not guilty. I'm reading the scriptures here. This is no opinion. So Jesus pleaded, it is finished, and we have been made righteous. We can enter into God's presence totally cleaned and washed by the blood of Jesus. And continue on with verse 17. Death once held, held us in its grip. And by the blunder, again, of one man, death reigned as king over humanity. That's that red line. But, here's another but. Now, how much more are we held in the grip of grace and continue reigning as kings in life, enjoying our regal freedom through the gift, through the gift of perfect righteousness in the one and only Jesus, the Messiah. In other words, just as condemnation came upon all people through the one transgression, Adam, so through the one righteous act of Jesus's sacrifice, the perfect righteousness that makes, look at this, that makes us right with God and leads us to a victorious life when is now available to all. Not when we get to heaven. This is now. Jesus set us free. We have a victorious life now in Christ Jesus. And moving on to verse 18, one man's disobedience opened the door for all humanity to become sinners. So, so that opened the door. So also one man's obedience. Jesus opened the door for many to be made perfectly right with God and accepted to him. So then, the law was introduced, the law with Moses was introduced into God's plan to bring the reality of human sinfulness out of hiding, out of hiding. And yet, wherever sin increased, there was more than enough of God's grace to triumph over all the more. And just as sin reigned through death, so also the sin-conquering grace will reign as king over through righteousness. So, and again, our commander-in-chief, Jesus, defeated your commander-in-chief, Satan, and we're now in charge. We've been made righteous and imparting eternal life through Jesus, our Lord and Messiah. Oh, that just does something to me as, as I read it. It's, it's exciting stuff. And so what Jesus did, he came to earth and when he said, it is finished on the cross, he brought righteousness. And so he reestablished man's righteousness here on earth. And so he took all sin, he took all sickness, and he took death on the cross and made us righteous. And he said, it is finished. 
So, so that is revealed to us through the Holy Spirit. And so this is really important that we grasp this too. We talked a little about this last week is, is, is Satan has been defeated. So when, when Jesus came uh, to earth, he came to restore man and give back the authority that man has and made us righteous. And so, so what happens, and this is the statement that I've made here, is, is that uh, uh, General Wainwright uh, was, 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 was captured as a prisoner in, 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 capti- as, as, in captivity in a prison, as a prisoner of war. And the war was over, but he was still ha- held there because the commander in charge of that prison uh, w- wasn't telling him. And so consequently, when they came over to get uh, General Wainwright, they told him, hey, the war's over and we have won. This is the statement that is made. My, you know, he made, hey, my commander in chief defeated your commander in chief and now I'm in charge here. And so this is the statement that we're making is my commander in chief, Jesus Christ, has defeated your commander in chief, cancer, sickness, disease, and death. And we are now in charge here on earth. He's given dominion to us here on earth to rule and reign over fear, over guilt and shame, and over our own flesh, over our own emotions and our own feelings to line up with the Holy Spirit where heaven is open and heaven is speaking to us through the Spirit of God living inside of this temple. So we now have the authority to wear the robe of righteousness. So as we read in, in Romans 5, 17, death once held us in its grip and by the blunder of one man, death reigned as king over humanity. But now how much more are we held in the grip of grace and the continued reigning as kings in life, enjoying our regal freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness and the one and only Jesus, the Messiah. So, Here's something. Righteousness is established. So here's something that, that Jesus said and uh, that, that, that was said in 1 John 4, 17. As he is, so are we in this world. So as he is, so we are we in this world. And all that Jesus is now, so are we in this world. So, so that he was righteous. So we've been made righteous. So the righteousness is established through Jesus Christ. So as he is, so are we in this world. So let's just finish here by just reading again. Uh, and this is so important, Carrie. I, I did this in a, in a class just, just this week. And we just read this out loud in the class. And it, and it just, the unity of the body of Christ. And if you're watching online, Read out loud, read out loud uh, with me as we do this. And it just, uh, there's just such power in the spoken word, life and death care, as you talked about before, Kim, is in the power of our tongue as we speak, because this does not return void, because this is our identity of who we are in Christ. I am, read with I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated in God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, 
and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head, and I wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privilege to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power of, to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Amen and amen. That this is our legal right to receive all that God th through the Holy Spirit has for us. You know, Glenn, that goes back to the whole thing that we've talked about all along. The power of life and death is in the tongue. And then the Bible actually takes it a step further and says, choose life. And, yeah. and what you had us do just there with the believer's declaration of legal rights is basically affirming our standing and our position in kingdom living. And, you know, as we've been going through this whole uh, teaching on today, uh, established in righteousness, you know, I, this is something that's literally straight out of the book, Fraud, that you had, you had uh, written. And I thought, these are some great declarations that are part of this, too. You wrote, my family, I declare in the name of Jesus, is established in righteousness. Even the thought of oppression or tyranny is far from my family. Uh, my family will not fear nor be filled with terror. Think about all the stuff that we hear on the news and all the, the calamities and things like that. But you're declaring the believer's declaration of legal rights. Terror will not come near my family. And Glenn, I think when, 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 you, sh when you share that message and people start to appropriate, because on the one hand, just as your book says, you know, the enemy is always out there uh, roaming around trying to, uh, it's the same story from the, from, from the garden. It's just a way to deceive and tell you uh, who you're not and, and an idea that you should be down on the red line. Uh, and, and all that we're doing is using, Glenn, you're using the, the word of God to establish life on that green line and to create that opportunity. And so a couple of things that I just wanted to add there's a great resource that you can get. If you like the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, we want to make that available to you. Uh, there's a certificate PDF uh, we'll put up on screen that you can go there and you can download this. And the reason that, that, that so strongly recommend that is that you get it, you print it out, maybe you set it in a frame next to your desk, or you hang it on the wall, or you just slip it into some place where you can pull it out and at those moments when something is trying to come against you, you just stand on the word of God and you, you do just what we did. You work your way uh, through the, the believer's declaration of legal rights and you stand your ground. I, I think it's fantastic, Glenn. Yeah, and speak it out loud. Just speak yeah. it out loud. Yeah. 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 So again, all of these resources, Glenn, that, that, that we've been talking about, whether you, this has given you a thirst to go back and examine some of the other uh, kingdom living uh, modules in this entire uh, podcast. So there's a there's a lot of great material that you can go back and appropriate for yourself. Maybe share with friends. Maybe you want to get together, have a uh, uh, have a, everybody sit together and watch this a little bit, and then have some discussion afterwards about how you're going to 
appropriate this into your life. But it's all available for you at the repleminute.com. The resources of Kingdom Living, the resources of the Repl Minute, and the entire fraud series. And uh, again, if you're in a place where it makes sense for you to grab a copy of fraud, this is a great Bible study tool just by itself. It's 40 bite-sized chapters. It's perfect for maybe a small home group or a group of friends who want to sit down and maybe study over lunch once a week and just work your way through these 40 points and understand where you stand in the kingdom of God because you are an overcomer and the believer's declaration of legal rights states who you are. But I can't think of, of any other uh, more important way to, to put it than that, at least from, from my point. And, uh, and, and I'm hoping you'll, you'll, pray, you'll pray us out and for everybody around the world now, because we're, we're, we're seeing people literally from all over the globe who are tuning in and enjoying this message. And again, if it's reaching you, we appreciate your comments. We appreciate uh, your sharing it with other people. And just let's uh, let's keep the kingdom living going. Amen. And thank you all for watching and listening. And, and again, to God be the glory. Yes. Who, who would have known? Uh, well, again, God, God knew, but, but his word does not return void. And again, so much of what we're doing is just bringing scripture alive. I get excited when I just speak it and I read it. I read it and we're reading it online here and it's just going out. And so uh, uh, this is not opinion stuff. This is this is the word of God. So we're just so thankful. So let's let's just uh, close here with a word of prayer. Father, we, Father, we thank you that your word is alive. It's active. It's living inside of us because because Jesus is the the word and, and he came to earth to live inside a man through the holy spirit and father, we just thank for each person here no matter what the challenge is that they're going through whatever circumstance or relationship or financial issue or health issue is just know just know that god is greater he loves you and is greater than cancer or sickness or disease or covid uh, it, whatever the, uh, the financial issue he is great. He is your protector. He is your provider. He is your deliverer. He is delivering you out of whatever that circumstance is. You can trust him as David trusted God and defeated Goliath. You can trust in God. God loves you. He's redeemed you, and he's brought healing to every part of your mind, will, and emotions, and he's given you the Holy Spirit to live, receive, Pray to receive, pray to receive all that the Holy Spirit has, that the word of God, the spirit of wisdom and revelation is revealed to you of all that God is through Christ Jesus. Walk today in the light and purpose that God's called you to. And Father, we just thank you and just praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And what a great, what a great place to leave off for today. We so look forward to welcoming you back to the Kingdom Living series as we continue our journey of exploration of all the good things in God's word for us. And Glenn, thank you for sharing. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Kingdom Living.